I think when I started unraveling that people pleaser, the disease to please, I was like, oh, wait, maybe everything I thought I wanted was based on other people's ideas of what success is. That was a scary moment because of course you panic. You're like, wait, how do I even die? How do I get this to where I want? And what do I want? And I think what most people can't even answer is what they want. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. All right. To all my bad bitches, all my baddies, please get yourself a treat, maybe something sweet, because we have a gift, a juicy, delicious episode in store for you with someone who I know for a fact many of you are a big, big fan of. We have on the podcast today, Queen Herbie, aka Amy. I'm going to keep calling her Queen because it's the best way to address her. She is a top independent artist, rapper, singer, writer of bops, but truly a cosmic bad bitch in the truest sense of the word. You might have known her from her previous identity, Life, We'd Love a Transformation Queen, um, when she was a singer in Carmen. And she left the traditional music industry after a bum, 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 Faded Astrology Reading. Oh, I'm so obsessed with her journey and her transformation, and she is obsessed with that also. And she is building a whole queendom of bad bitches who are seeking that epic soul growth right along with her. She is a champion for self-love, for doing things your way. And when you stream Queen, you get to raise your vibration, and you can also tune in for her weekly aura cleanses she does. And she is just witty, highly infectious. And she has like big fans out there, Cardi B and J-Lo, what's up? Also, her own cosmetics line, you know we stand a multidimensional, multi-universe person who's not committing to just labeling themselves to one thing, but instead embracing and expanding to all versions of themselves and their potential. She is extremely prolific. You've definitely heard songs everywhere. I know for a fact you baddies love her song, Abracadabra, Coming with the Bad Bitch Magic. And she is someone who I think is not just an artist, but a high-vibe healer, creative dealer, celestial star. And I am so excited to have her on as today's cosmic change maker. Hello, Queen. Welcome. Thank you for being here. I can't believe it. I'm like pinch me moment. I'm such a big <laughs> fan of yours. Hello, Maddie, my goddess sister, and all of my babes that are listening. I'm so happy to be here. Y'all know I'm a nerd for this stuff. I'm like, what do they call the the dominatrix of self care? Like I'm here to. <laughs> continue to be a batter bitch every day. And I love what you do. I love like the way that you do it, your vibe in this spiritual realm, which can sometimes let's be real. Like sometimes the spiritual world can be a little monotonous, a little boring, a little like over people's head. Right. But you make it fresh and you make it really sexy to be into this stuff. So thank you. Thank you. I, I love that. Such a, such a compliment coming from such just a like I can't describe like how when I was like, I was trying to tune in before this interview, I was trying to like meditate on the person I'm interviewing. And I was like, I just see you as this like burst of like light and energy and color and magic, but it's also like very 
grounded and very sexy and a little like dark in the best way of that like your like some of your archetypes you're working with and I'm like mm, yeah it's just like so much of that like rooted like sexy sex dungeon cave but also with like unicorns and rainbows flowing everywhere which is I would say my like soul's dream aesthetic and place to live in so okay let's rewind a little bit let's have you in your own words tell people about like who you are, what you do, and then we can get into a little bit of your journey of how you arrived here. Absolutely. So I hail from a little tiny town in Nebraska called Seward, Nebraska. It was, I think, 7,000 population when I was there. Got a couple of stoplights in a Walmart. Very simple life. Very religious upbringing, which now that I'm older and I've had all these experience, I can look back on that with love and compassion. But I was very confused in my youth. I didn't understand how to connect with religion. It felt really strange to me. And it wasn't until much later in my life that I discovered like the spiritual connection Mm. to God, to source, to the universe that I have now. So I'm really grateful for that. And of course, unconsciously, I was, I called the first band Carmen. So my boyfriend and I in college, we started a band called Carmen with the word karma in it because we thought, what a cool word. This is so, (laughs) no idea what it meant. Didn't even take the time to research it. Of course, at the time, the internet was in its fetal phase. We were just, YouTube had just been been launched. Like there was hardly anybody using it. But we finished Berkeley College of Music, which we like to call it Berkeley mm-hmm. College of Magic sometimes. Yeah, wow. In Boston, finished during that recession. It was like 2009 recession. It was horrible. We couldn't get any jobs. We could definitely couldn't afford to tour. Had all these student loans. We were like, you know what? Let's do YouTube. It's free do some cover songs. It feels a little corny, but it worked. We did a video, one or two videos a week for a year and Busta Rhymes. I jumped up and did Busta Rhymes, like had all the courage in the world. I was like, I'm going to be a rapper just for this week. Yeah. Never thought, you know, with that Christian upbringing, very much white. Like I didn't have any friends growing up that were people of color and I didn't even understand really where hip hop came from, but I always loved it. But it was very much forbidden in my household. Did the Busta Rhymes, blew up overnight, signed a record deal, and proceeded on our karmic journey through Carmen. Through Carmen. I love that you like knew it. You're like, self-fulfilling prophecy. Carmen is going to be like the vehicle for the first big part of my karmic journey. I love that. I had, I had read in an interview that you were like, I know that I like that. Like that word Carmen it sounded really cool, kind of edgy. And then it was like, yeah, ah, yes. You're like, we don't even know how tuned in we are sometimes until we look back. We're like, yes, accurate. Yeah, that was the plan the whole time. And the darkness of it is really what gave birth to Queen Irby, right? So without that experience, I could not have arrived to this point and reached my audience who I love so much. I mean, my babes, the queens that follow me are all on a similar journey. And, and I'm learning now through your work and through some of my favorite astrologers, this is the time of the healer artists. This is the mm-hmm. time where we do have to like claim our self-worth and come forward as a queen and stepping into that solo career was really scary for a, a girl from Nebraska, people pleaser energy. And so I've spent the last five years now building Queen Herbie with the same partner, which is also a miracle. I don't give him enough credit, but shout outs to Nick. Shout out to Nick. We love a strong 
sacred masculine holding it down <laughs> for the bad bitch magic. And like, I know I was going to ask you about that. Like later on, I was like, how is that working with like your partner? And and how does that go? Is like, uh, actually, well, let's get to it now. How does that feel like having someone that you're married to and you're also creatively co-creating with and making business decisions with? It's not recommended for everyone, but what the astrology community might find very interesting is that he was born two days before me, the same year. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. So we have a lot of similar planets and similar. Right. All those big planets. You're like, we're vibing, we're vibing. Okay. So that's like the, that's like a good thing. Like you can start a business with your husband if the astrology is like, okay, there's a certain flow here that (laughs) makes a lot of sense. Okay. Well, I want to talk so much about, I love a transformation pivot point in a story. I do. Because I think that we get on a track and when you're in it, like your ego is like, yes, this is it. This is where I'm meant to go. This is, I'm doing it. And then we may start getting little like nudges or whispers or full on shoves from the universe of like, this is actually just the beginning of the journey. There's something else and a big choice you have to make, a big change in direction. So can you tell us a little bit about like, what was the moment that you were, I, I'm laughing because I know a little bit of this because I did like deep research on you. So I'm giggling ahead. But, like, what was the thing that kind of made you be like, okay, I'm in this traditional record label dream situation for, I'm sure from the outside looking in, right? Like here you are, this girl from Nebraska. And you're like, oh my God, I am, you know, producing with a, a label and I have like this whole team behind me and we're doing all this stuff. We have a pop hit out on the radio and but then there was clearly something that happened that you were like, actually, I want to pivot away from this and kind of reinvent myself and step into maybe something that feels maybe more authentic and aligned. Can you tell us a little bit about like, what was that? Like, did you have an aha moment or was there something you can look to that was like a crystallizing moment? Absolutely. I think we both realized that we had gotten everything we thought we wanted, right? So even if you think you want, the universe has an even bigger plan. And we were like, why are we miserable still? If you put it on paper, we got the hit song. We bought our first house. We're still together, which is also a miracle in, in Hollywood. 100%. And I got my dog, you know, my little poodle. And I was like, this is the fantasy life. I can, I can afford things that I want now. I don't have to hesitate anymore financially. But there was something missing. And I think when I started unraveling that people pleaser, the disease mm. to please, I was like, oh, wait, maybe everything I thought I wanted was based on other people's ideas of what success is. That was a scary moment because, of course, you panic. You're like, wait, how do I even do- how do I get this to where I want? And what do I want? And I think what most people can't even answer is what they want. We were on tour. We're doing a radio promo tour, which for my artists out there that know about radio promo, it's just a grind. You're in a Ford Flex, like in a van, <laughs> driving to every godforsaken state to meet the radio programmers and kiss babies. And, you know, the best part is meeting people, but most of it is like doing liners. Hey, this is Carmen and we're on this. It's just exhausting. And when you realize that that wasn't the ladder, it wasn't the building of the ladder that you wanted to climb up. You wanted to climb up a whole different building it starts to feel like a waste of time. And so I got a birthday gift from my tour manager. So shout out to Janine Edwards, who sent me to Gaul, the cosmic navigator in Silver Lake. Obsessed. And he blew our minds, Maddie. I was hung over from my birthday or something like radio promo. I was just sick. And this man proceeds to tell me everything about myself in an hour 
I was crying. I'm pretty sure I threw up in his bathroom. Just, I don't even know what was happening to me, but all the atoms in my body changed and, and realigned. Mm-hmm. And he gave me his book, which he, he has a really nice book. His, a lot of his stuff is based in Kabbalah. He's an Israeli guy. So he's got really interesting, you know, with astrology, color and numbers and mm-hmm. numerology, everything really connects. And this book taught me everything. And we proceeded to record an album called Leo Rising about the 12 zodiac signs. It's like my process of learning. Oh, I love that. And that was the last record we made as Carmen. After that, we found the courage to create the Queen Herbie brand and build it from zero. And it was very scary. But that was pivotal, that astrology reading. I love that. I mean, so I was saying before we started recording, but I was like, you are like the poster girl, like the story of like, why I'm like, I love astrology. Like there's just so many ways you could take it and do with it. But when people like use it as this like activation, like something that you just hearing it is like, like you said, your DNA, your cells rearranging, like, oh, wait, like, oh, remembering, oh, right. This is why I'm here. This is why my soul reincarnated into this body. And like, and then and you have a little bit of a map. And of course it is up to you to make the hard decisions and they're not easy, but they do ultimately bring like more ease and more flow and more fulfillment and more just like you to your life. So I love that story. I'm like, I was listening to you uh, recap it on some podcasts and I was like, this is like, I need to like put this, her story has nothing to do with me. Shout out to Gaul. Just as a testimony for astrology and especially for people who are doing things in the world that is like are uniquely wholly them, that there's not the cookie cutter path for, there's not the like, hey, like be this person, do this, go on this promotional tour, be like this. It's like, no, I want to be, I have something like bigger to share. And one thing I was cracking up, I heard you say in the interview was that the astrology reading for you and Nick actually gave you the exact tools to even like go into the negotiation mm. with LA Reed. And I just loved that the practical application of astrology. I was like, I've never. Because also you leave the astrologer's office <laughs> and you're like, we're doing this. This is happening. We're going to ask to be released from our recording contract. <laughs> and he said by like the end of June, it was like June 30th, everything will be resolved. And that's literally the day that they overnighted the contract executed to our doorstep. It was so bizarre, you guys. Then I was having like an identity crisis, like, well, if this is real for me, you know, it might not be real for everybody. Not everybody's ready for this type of synchronicity and Mm -hmm. that like flirtation with the universe that happens when you start opening to this. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to sound like a crazy bitch to everybody I talk to including my family. Like imagine me jumping on the phone and being like, mom, I'm collecting crystals. I'm cleansing. I'm clearing them in the ocean water. Like what's happening to me. So it was like this perfect timing. And I think at that point they had started to realize too, that I wasn't the girl I had pretended to be all those years. And Mm. that's when they started detaching. I I remember a call from my mom where she was like, you know, look, we're disappointed. We're not going to be able to support you on this path that you're choosing to take. We still love you, but I realized then I couldn't get their acceptance either, you know, speaking my mind and it's the cursing and kind of the clothing choices that I was making. They're they're not comfortable with that. And I'm glad she could communicate that to me. But then it was this whole journey of like declaring who I am, right? Calling myself queen and then having to go to therapy and heal from the trauma of like losing people closest to me in that way. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Like you were saying about the people pleasing and listen, like sometimes when you stop the people pleasing and you cure yourself of the disease to please, 
you kind of realize around you like why we did that, like why we put on that mask or why we did that because you realize like, oh, some people are people that I love and care about and who are really care and love about me and are meant to be my people. Like maybe they don't like it when I set that boundary or I stand in my authentic truth or I yeah want to like own my sexuality or express myself fully or curse or just be myself. And then you kind of realize it's a little bit like validating. And like, oh, that's why like younger me couldn't do that because she didn't like, she wasn't ready. But there's also that thing of like the healing from that and the processing and then also realizing you're such a good example. Thank you. You know, Leo Rising's your shamanic astrology higher soul's path is to like lead with such a radiant uh, radiant and regal self-love that you your light shines so bright that you warm people and kind of thaw them out so that they can step into their own light and into their own spotlight and you doing that is such a beautiful testimony to that because and this is like when i tell people like, there's those moments of discomfort moments of change where you're like I, I have to go out my own path and do this and yeah like make some people uncomfortable but it's for a bigger purpose it's for me but also for everyone that you've affected with your work. And so I just want to like tell everyone listening, that's the importance of like standing in your truth because like your work is so important. I mean, I'm sure there are other people who do such amazing, you know, use music in the way that you do. But why I was so excited to have you on is like you to me really are exactly, like I said, what I, if I had any musical skills a few years ago, I was like listening, it was like 2016 and I had gone deeper into this work and I've been doing it since 2012. I was having a lot of ahas and downloads and synchronicities and everyone was so excited for, and no shade to Beyonce because I love her fellow Virgo. Like I remember it was like Lemonade had come out and everyone was so excited for it. And I had friends who were in the music industry and they were going through their own healing, like leaving, cleansing. And I was like watching Lemonade, again, no shade, it was such a beautiful, like oh my God, piece of like art is amazing. But I remember being like, oh, like I thought we'd be telling different stories by now. Like I want to hear the story of like, like the inner stuff that's going on with Beyonce and her coming to her power. Like I don't want to, I, I remember being like, I don't want to hear stories about like getting the ex back. I'm like, I'm just over that. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I want to know about like your soul. I didn't, I didn't have the words for it, but I was like, oh, I want, now I realize I'm like, I want music and storytelling to like mirror kind of some of this cosmic stuff that I'm experiencing in my meditations and my goddess circles with my clients. Like I want more people to know about that and, and feel it, even if they don't understand it, but just through the vibrations and the sounds and the way they're experiencing it. So when I found your work, I'm like, yeah, this is who I would be if I had even a morsel, a droplet from the universe of like any kind of ability to hold, you know, a key or harmony or had any kind of voice that didn't sound like painful cats like dying I'm like but I told I told Maddie before this podcast I was like babe if I had this astrological talent because look once you learn about this it's a science it's so complex and you just have this intuitive sense and the way you just described like thawing people out and warming them into my light I've never heard it said that way so to me you are a poet so I'm just grateful that we can share talents and I'm sure in it in another lifetime, we'll trade spots, you know? We'll trade spots. Okay, cool. I'm excited to like play that role in the next life. But truly, I, I love that you had this astrology reading and you but also acted on it because sometimes we get the, the message, but it takes us like, it takes a lot of courage and like boundary making and, and really stepping into your own power. Like this is for me, like I'm going to be really sovereign. I love that you show queen with your Leo rising. Cause like the queen, I'm like, yeah, like you're on this throne and you're like, this is what I'm doing. But also like you get on your throne too. Like here's the tools, here's the amp up, here's the inspiration. 
So can you tell a little bit people actually the background behind Queen Herbie? Because I kind of love like the story behind it and using the V instead of the U. It's all like mm. very intentional, which I love an intentional moment. And again, this was a time when we were just coming out of the people pleasing and trying to, so much happens once you accept your mission and you're like, I'm going deep in this, no matter what people think. And by the way, having validation from someone like Maddie or someone you admire it kind of replaces that hole and that pain that you have from losing loved ones that are not ready to go on that journey with you. So just for those people out there that are like, shit, like, what do I do if my family doesn't accept me or what I'm choosing to do? You will find your tribe and you will, it just feels so good. So thank you for that. But at the time, I actually chose the name Herbie, which is the mascot for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. He's like this blonde hair, blue eyed, like corn. I don't even know exactly what he does, but corn entity. (laughs) Yes. People love football in Nebraska. And I don't, I never want to forget where I came from. Right. Like Mm -hmm. the journey from like this corn head to the queen crown or something. And I thought, well, I love the name Herbie. It's like very masculine, but has like this tomboy flair to it. And Mm -hmm. the name actually means warrior. So I was like, oh, I love that. I'm going to just call myself Herbie, Herbie Herbs. But it was actually my partner, Nick, who was like, why don't we add like another word to it, like queen? And I was like, what? <laughs> really? Me? <laughs> Us? What? Really? Like, babe, are you sure? You know? Babe. And it just sounded really, Queen Herbie, I was like, it sounded really nice. It added a lot more femininity to it. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, when I went to take the handle on social media, queen with a U was either taken or just like super, super common. And I had done a DNA test too. Cause when you go through self-discovery, you're like, oh my God, I'm learning numerology. I'm doing this. Everything. 23 and me. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm like, where does the where are my ancestors from? Right. And so it came back as mostly Russian. Okay, cool. And I was like, oh wow, that's a really interesting way to like to spell it with a V. Kvin Harbi. Like one of the Kvin places Harbi. I went traveled in college with my band at the time was was Russia, oddly enough. And I just remember feeling like some type of a soul connection there. It was so easy. And so that was, uh, that was kind of the weird roundabout way of getting to Queen Herbie. People really latched onto it, thankfully. I thought it was strange for a while, but. That's fine. It's like, you know, the weirdos find the weirdo. We're like, we love this. If we don't really know, I didn't even know all the layers and levels to it. But I remember like, yeah, seeing, you know, your name up on some song on something. And I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, Kavin Harbi. I was like, Kavine. I don't know who that is, but I like that. Like, it just was like, that's different. And like, it's just, that's why I tell people, like, it's not what you do, but the energetics of how you do it and what you're infusing behind it. What's the intention? What do you want people to feel when they even hear your name of, even in that moment, what do you want someone to feel? And it's like, you're charging it up like a crystal. Mm. Like, let me put all this into it. So when you look at my name on the you know song credits of a song you like on TikTok, it's like, oh, even that feels different. So speaking of charging things up and intention, can we talk a little bit about like how your music is like a spell and it's like healing and like how and like I don't even have a great question to articulate it. I'm just like, <laughs> how do you What's do that? what you do? How do you channel and pull this down? And what is that process like for you? Because yeah, your music is, is healing. It's medicine. It's a, it's a spell, like 1,010%. So I'm just curious about, you know, that process for you or how do you tune into that? Absolutely. I learned that with the Carmen phase because we had a big song called Broken Hearted that was just like me trying to get a boy to call me. And I was like, I'm going to sing this song for the rest of my life. 
Oh my God. Talk about karma. You're like, I don't want to speak that into existence over and over again. Like literally, this is what I'm going to be. Because it is when you repeat something over and over, whatever you focus on expands, right? So I was Mm -hmm. like, well, why I'm like happily partnered with my person. Like I don't need to be singing this. I'm sure a lot of people related to it. It was really, it was a bop, right? But when you're doing that, then, then it's like a mantra. You're singing it every night in front of thousands of people. And I was like, wow, we're not utilizing this. We're just like, it's just like a money grab. We're just like playing on people's feelings about boys, but that's not empowering. That doesn't really feed the the queen that I've discovered. And so even in the beginning stages of Queen Herbie, you'll hear a lot more songs, which are great. A lot of them are bops. And it was me like working through these emotions, but I don't, I don't really feel motivated to, to write love songs anymore unless they're coming from a new angle. Because it's true. If it becomes a big hit, like Sugar Daddy was a surprise to me. Yeah. I mean, and that one blew up in Egypt. It was like number one in Egypt. It's like, what? Also, let's talk about just like cosmic. Like that was really big in Egypt. No big deal. Just home of Cleopatra and Isis. (laughs) Right. So they needed a liberation. Like somebody said, someone, one Egypt fan was like, it's like the WAP of the Middle East. So for them, they're not as far along in their development of the sexual freedom thing, right? It's just happening. It's just happening now. We hear a lot more about it in the news, you know, like with the whole, like women being allowed to be educated and all this stuff, like they're still working through some of these things. And so for Sugar Daddy to come out over there is like a big step. It's a big step. And I'm grateful that I could be a part of that in some way as a songwriter and a storyteller. But it is more like a spell now. Every song I write, I want there to be a reason. I love that. And and why I love that you're doing this, because I always think about like, storytelling and that's how what is like the fabric of our of our society where do we figure out you know who we are how we operate with each other how we learn about life is through stories but now like modernly that's like what are we streaming on spotify or netflix or and i remember again like why i do the work i do is i was like well, a few years ago i was like i want to literally get like into every industry and like infuse some stuff into like like infuse this empowerment or this again coming back into alignment with yourself and tuning into like these higher realms of truth but people to bring it out into their corner of the world i I don't want to work with a bunch of people who just want to also become i mean i love yoga teachers and people like me and meditation teachers and astrologers but like i want people showing up in their neck of the woods and being like a spiritual lawyer or like a high vibe accountant but mostly the storytelling is i was like that's just for me like how i learn is like through watching movies. Movies raised me. I grew up, I'm one of four, so I feel like my parents both work for themselves, and they were like, here's a bunch of movies, and my parents were really into music, and I always thought about, like, oh, if I could memorize lines from a TV show, wouldn't it be cool if I was learning something that was, like, helping me? Or if I'm going to be singing that song all day, what if it was, like, you know, something that was an affirmation, or something that I want to, like, really meditate on and charge up and have in my consciousness. So I love that that was like, is the intention behind your music? Because even like uh, the Abracadabra song, like come with the bad bitch magic. Like when I hit listen, I'm also like fangirling because that's what like I play in my head when I'm like about to do something. I'm like, yeah, like put it on, put it on a little bit, like go down your comfort zone and you tap into that confidence. I'm like, come with the bad bitch magic. Like I just hear that in my head as like a little, like a little pep talk from like, you, my higher self to me. And it's like, it's an activation. It's like, okay. So thank you for that work you do because chef's kiss, chef's kiss. 
I feel the same way every time I get one of your newsletters. I'm like, Cosmic Rx, here we go. Right? And we need it from each other. That's why I love, like, bad bitches need the bad bitches. And we need to, like, hold up the mirrors to each other and the little reminders. And we're, like, filling in the blanks. Our guides are friends. They're just, like, hanging out. Like, they're like, tell Maddie to tell this because Queen needs yeah. to this. Queen, put that. <laughs> they like, need to do a podcast thing. together. Yeah. Just get them together already. <laughs> we've, been, we've been cosmic breadcrumbing them to each other for a while, but they just <laughs> yeah. need to link oh my god i love that do you have a process of connecting like let's, let's talk about intuition and guys i'm looking at your chart you are super psychic you already know this about yourself super in tune so a question i always get from people is like how do i begin to tap into my intuition how do i connect to my guides like what did that look like for you when you were starting this I would say a couple of years ago, I started to ask my guides to communicate with me and it's still a little evasive. There's days when you're like high vibe and you're able to connect, right? And days when you're not. And this is why we love the, the newsletter is because Maddie will tell us like, what's happening? Why do I feel this way? And it's always accurate. Oh my God, it's crazy. It drives me crazy. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, today's going to be a little slow, but we got this, you know, and we then you, <laughs> you pivot, you're like, we're going to do salt. We're going to do a salt bath. We're going to do these, you know, I'm going to write in my journal. I'm just going to, I'm not going to go out tonight. It is a little frustrating. I'm still kind of a newbie to the communication mm-hmm. with the guides, but the intuitive stuff is erupting through my music creation. So I'll be sitting at the mic the other day. We were just like, writing music and something happened. Like I always say like the muse came in, she just came in mm-hmm. and I always go like this because it feels like it's coming from above, mm-hmm. like through the top mm-hmm. of the head. And it was so overwhelming, Maddie, this song that she just gave me, I just had to cry. Like it was so overwhelming. I, I was like, holy shit, this is the reason that I got into music. This is what I hoped this would be all those years ago when I started singing karaoke tracks at the mall. This moment right here was what I was waiting for. And through all the ups and downs, because your career is like, it's always upward trajectory, but there's a lot of, it's like the stock market. It's always up and down. Mm-hmm. And there's days when you have to quit. It's so frustrating. Oh my God, the internet, it's a blessing and a curse. It is. It's a blessing and a curse. It really is. It's like, it never stops, but like doing what you do with like, someone who wants to put out content and new creation and new things. And also I'm sure as an artist too, you're like, after a while I kind of have to pull back so I can tune into my own inspiration. Cause it's like everyone else is in like in your space and your field. And it's such a powerful tool, but I think knowing when to quit and pull back is also just great it's advice. Huge. But um, that, that muse entering. Okay. That's exactly what I was like, wait, I'm like, I could see in your chart that I'm like, I just know something happens when you get in a certain space and that shit just comes through you, like is a co-creation, like something, someone else, the universe, a higher powers, like we got something to say and you just like block it. That's exactly, I was like, I've been like, how do you, I'm imagining you writing your music. I'm like, how do you write your music? Like I kept like yeah, seeing that kind here. of like, like, this is like, it's like coming here, I feel off of your chart. I'm sure people that discover psychic talents have this moment of fear, right? Where they're like, what the fuck was that? What just happened? And so you, so I'm this sort of clumsy newbie at this thing, right? But at the same time, she's been speaking to me this whole journey. So it's cool. I'm, I'm grateful for her, but it, it was definitely scary and overwhelming and wonderful all at the same time. Oh my God. I love that. I just want to mirror back from listening. Two things that I love from that, you describing that is one that it's not on days and off days. Like there are days when the connection, the Wi-Fi is popping, it's strong. And there are days when it's just like, I have no signal. I am not here. And I feel that way. And I think it's just empowering to hear that. It's not like, 
I don't sit down with my guides every day and like, okay, like morning meeting, council. Sometimes it's just radio silence and it's either because they don't have anything to say or I'm not in the right place to receive it. And also finding the things that are your, where you tap into your flow energy. And that's why I'm such a big cheerleader and a big proponent of people getting into their gifts, into their flow state, because one helps you show up as your most authentic self. And people who are authentically them don't try and disempower others through abuse, misuse of power, manipulation, because you're just so happy being you. You're like, I don't need to like project all my stuff onto someone else, A. And B, you're in your flow state. Like when you're showing up in your purpose, I don't care if your purpose is making ceramic llamas, if that is like what makes you feel really alive. When you're in that state, like you're channeling, you're co-creating something that the universe can't come down and tangibly make. It has to happen through us. So like finding the things, even for me and doing this and why I, I love like podcasting and doing readings is because just talking to people is what the thing with the thawing out. I've never said that to any Leo rising in my life. Like I, I, the radiant regal self-love thing is something I say, but when I was talking to you, I was like, yeah, I just really feel that off of you, but I wouldn't necessarily, if I was in my library writing out my newsletter that might not come to me, but when I'm in like a flow state talking to someone who really inspires me, it's like, like just words come out. I'm like, I don't know where that came from. But learning how to like trust that and be open to it, it it's so like exhilarating, but it's also terrifying, which is all the same feeling too. Being it scared. is. Two extremes are the same. Two yeah. extremes, but it's the same. It's like the same <laughs> access. Okay. So let's talk about your chart a little bit. I'm excited to dive in because everything you're saying, your chart's like bing, 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 like illuminating while um, you're speaking. So obviously you had like your life-changing astrology reading, which I, I've got to look up gall because I'm like, shout out to him and his work. And you said that he was very commanding, which makes sense if he was Israeli. <laughs> and an Aries. Oh my God. Stop. He's gorgeous. He's, yeah. Yes. I'm getting definitely sexy energy just from hearing that. But <laughs> yes, also, like, but also just the command. He said commanding. I was like, oh, interesting. Like, but yeah, he probably just saw this. Like, listen, this is what you got to do. First and foremost, um, something, and I feel like I'm cheating because I heard you since this podcast, but I already thought it looking at yours is one thing that stands out to me over and over again, everything you're speaking on is you are on a karmic journey to do things on your own, do it your own way, and to chase and like live in what makes you feel so alive and so connected to your heart center and to your passion and your vibrancy and your enthusiasm. And when you're in that, I have like chills. It's like you are TGV, your high-speed train, mock three, whatever those things are, like stealth bomber, like she's just gone. Like it's like you viral hits, like people yeah, going viral in Egypt, all this stuff makes so much sense. And you actually have something very interesting in your chart that I'm going to talk about with that. Actually, I do want to, if I may, I was not expecting to, when you were talking, I was thinking about some um, astrological energies that I know are connected to Egypt. And I was like, interesting. So I'll circle back to that. But why I'm saying all this, of course, we have your Leo rising. I love that that was also like, what a beautiful offering to then begin to write like that first, you know, your first musical co-creation project after this reading, like Leo rising. Like, I feel like your guides, everyone's like, yep, she's getting it. Good job. <laughs> you're stepping into your queenness, such literal astrology. Like you're stepping into you. And again, like Leo rising wants to process the world and everything they're feeling through creation and through playfulness and through dress up and through like, let's do, I know, I know you your makeup line. We haven't talked about that yet, but it's like, how can I express myself and have fun 
and kind of this thing that's like equally inner child healing, but also really activating for the highest sovereign bad bitch queen version of me all at once and all in like the same movement storytelling and through that thing of like how play is actually very powerful and how creativity is actually like our kind of manifestation of the self-love self-work we're doing is like we feel through creativity and being seen is part of the leo rising's gift so putting yourself out there in a new way and being like hey i'm going to take off any of the maybe personas or label anything that people thought that i should be i'm going to just let myself be seen and leo is connected to the heart and the spine so it's like that's where that regal energy comes from of like standing really tall like this is my heart's purpose i want it out to the world this is what you're here to do like lean from the heart the second something's not feeling good in your heart or not authentic to you or not in your purpose it's like passion just stop because it's it's gonna go nowhere it's like the second you have to fake it or put it's like it's literally like breaks from the universe And again, that's standing tall in the heart. Like, this is who I am. Like, kind of take it or leave it. But with warmth and it's sunshine energy. And you're like this sun and you are meant to have like a queendom, like people around you. Because we look to the sun for vitality, for warmth. You know, plants grow in the direction of the sun. So it like feels good for you. Like, oh, great. Like, she's doing that. and, and And I can do it too. Like, that's that thing about your light encourages everyone to activate their inner light. But that is not just it. I think also what God must have been picking up on was what if I, if you had come to me for this reading, I would have been like, you need to go out on your own ASAP in yeah. every sense of the word. <laughs> your North Node, which is one of my favorite points to look at in someone's chart, your highest destiny's path, your why your soul came to earth. Like we keep reincarnating we keep dropping into these meat suits and have these muggle experiences. Like, why? Because there's something else that we want to learn or evolve. And I love, I heard you say on some podcasts that like, we're here to create and evolve and expand. And that's truly the only thing our soul wants to do is that. Like our soul just wants to. And so it's going to create what are the experiences? What are the karmic patterns? What are the like loopholes we get stuck in so that way we can learn about ourselves and expand? And your North Node is an Aries. So it's like, I started this podcast last year with like talking about how Aries to me is just bad bitch energy. Like, and that's what we look to Aries to be like, how do we do that? And like, as what every sign of the zodiac has a lesson and a course and a curriculum to teach us. And that is Aries. It's like getting laid, getting paid, not apologizing for either being fully in your unique self as ever weird and whatever it wants to be. It's just you. And it with it is so inherently cool because people are like, God damn, that is so refreshing. And again, maybe I can be that way too. That's what the fire signs really give us like this, oh, my inner fire. All right. What lights me up? Or like, I can walk in. I can have a little swagger in my step. I can own that. Why not me? Like the fire sign energy brings us into that. So your North Node, that's your highest soul's path. And that means like your career, of course, but that's just like the lessons you're learning in your relationships, in your self-development. And it's going through your ninth house, which is all of that. But then the ninth house gives you like the flavor, the setting, like how is this transpiring? Like, what does that mean? Like, where's that bad bitch energy? Like what's kind of the theme behind it? What's the context? And ninth house is the house of astrology, of spirituality, of expansion, of international connection, you know, cross-cultural connections. It's all the part of our charts where we expand. So it's like, what helps us expand? Traveling, taking a trip, um, learning about, you know, different philosophies, spirituality, higher learning. So all of that is like, you're meant to expand 
so wide and deep, <laughs> but also go there in such a deliberate and fast and kind of like just do it way. Like don't overthink it. Just go and act on like the impulse and the drive. And then again, like a trailblazer for other people to follow in that week. Like, okay, now she carved the path. Now I can go down it and do it differently. And again, I'm sure there are people I never want to like, I'm not a music expert. I don't know everyone else out in the field doing things. But when I like found you, I was like, oh, like this is to me one of the first people doing things in this way to, in my perspective. And like, I think there are other people, but, and you're also doing it in a way that's bold and bright and kind of like in a bigger way. Like I've seen like some other people do it, but not in the way, not bringing that magic and that like kind of invitation to like, you can also come in on this energy. And it's also why I think even in a more mundane sense, why you're always done kind of trailblazing things, even the YouTube, like Mm. there's certain things that like our North Node doesn't really activate until like 28, 29, start to feel it more. But we do get little like and we jump in, it's like a stream. We're like, ooh, I, ooh, I felt, ooh, I jumped in that stream and I felt myself like take off a little bit. Like, what's this YouTube? Well, I guess let's try it and let's be, you know, independent North Node Aries in it. So for you, I'm really excited to do a little mild teasing for you of like sneak peek energy. May 10th through October 28th, buckle up. Buckle up, my queen. Like you are about to, I think, do something really incredible and go like have a lot of fun with what you're doing but whatever that like those moments of your trailblazing and you can actually think about there's another something else happening in your chart that happens every 12 years so you can look back to like when you were 24 you can look back to some of the moments where you felt that like taking off that cosmic boost from the universe wow it's about to happen this summer again but now with like so much more soul awareness Mm so much more depth breath of like who you are, why you're doing it. So we got to do a recap like in November. Okay. Okay. I'm like, I love it. Like, we have to have a November. I love it. Let's do, actually, let's do it. Definitely. Because you're going to be going through your other eclipses. You're going through so much right now. I don't know. It's a lot. Like, like you're just, your chart is like change on change on change on like pivot points and, and things happening, which Something I wanted to bring up too about your chart that I love is is all of this I said is all this fire, all this babbage energy, but I can't I can't leave two things out of your chart you know, without bringing it up here. Well, first of all, shout out to your moon and Mars and Capricorn and your Neptune for making you like a great businesswoman too. And clearly, what you're doing is very smart. I I have to shout that out. It's not all just fun lipstick and cool tunes and makeup. Like girlfriend knows what she's doing and. You're in it for the long haul and you're not just burning out bright and fading off. And I can see, again, even just from watching you, watching interviews, I see how intentional you are and you take this very seriously. And there is a lot of that like discipline and drive and my favorite word, integrity Mm. in what you're doing. Because just like the spiritual industry you're talking about before, there's a lot of people in the music field who do get, I mean, they just get swept up in things or they're there for maybe not to the wrong reasons because I don't want to judge anyone, but just like right. getting caught in all the glitters of gold or only thinking of the here and now and not thinking about like, or a lot of artists who are at the behest of a record label and they're like, I'm not even making money. Like, right. so like you're doing things in a way that's very North Known Aries leader, but I see the Capricorn holding it down as like the source. <laughs> like, okay, but also like, let's plan for the future and yeah. let's be smart about this and let's like diversify and take things to our own hands. And I'm like, 
I wasn't going to bring that up, but then it was like shouting at me. It was like, hello. I needed to hear it today, especially. <laughs> you need to hear it today? Okay, good. The fire's like, we know the fire gets all the fun and all the, just, like oh. everyone notices the fire, but like we're here and that is incredible. And I think if I may, you will be in your lifetime some sort of teacher or leader or mentor for other people who want to do what you do. And I mean that across the board, tapping into your own voice, your own expression, but even teaching people how like all these systems and structures we know are going through a rebirth, a destruction, uh, so they can be reborn. And like, I I have my eyes on the music industry. I'm like, uh, oh, like the whole thing. I'm like, oh God, like it's just... It's going through, it's going to go through maybe like one of the last ones to topple because it's it's not, I don't know, I can't describe it, but I have my own like spiritual connection with the music industry. I'm always watching it and checking in on things. And I think that there's going to be a really big value switch sometime between now and July, 2023, where we're going to start to see like like how we value art, all this creation where think about what got us through the pandemic, art, music, storytelling, and we're almost like inundated with it where I don't know if we understand the value by July 2023, we're going to start to be like, oh, if you value the people making that, let's act like it yep. and treat them accordingly. And it's going to hit some of the foundational larger organizations and structures. But anyway, anyone listening to this, hit up Queen Herbie if she's allowed, if she's allowing it. Because I feel like at some point in your life, and you know, you take as much time with it, but you might be a little bit of like someone who's speaking on this or, or just showing people the way, even just by being you, does that resonate at all or feel like something that would feel good to you? I love that. Yeah. It was the pandemic was when I doubled down on all this stuff. I started to commit. Love that. And it's all, it does feel good. It feels good to be, it feels good to have that pioneering energy. And I do have like a small group chat started with my other spiritual music girls who are just beginning their journey or or some of them have been going a while and they're, they're already reaching success. So it's just fun to kind of I love the vibe of mentor. Not that it's like a hierarchy, right? Because all these, no, all but these just a way shower. Soul, I don't think, yeah, these I'm a few steps ahead just, of you. Like yeah. I'm, that's it. Just like we just had a few more you. lifetimes of this just a specific few. thing, and <laughs> right, so right, let right. me help expedite your journey. Yeah. Right. Like I messed up. I I, got, I made some mistakes that cost me some time. Don't yeah. go over there. Don't make that right. Don't make that left. And that's that's how I have with the work I do. I'm like I'm right there in the trenches with everyone. But I'm like, okay, just a one or two more lifetimes or even just like big life experiences where I'm like, please take what I learned because yes. let this not be for nothing. <laughs> the young soul energy is also so inspiring because it re- it reminds mm-hmm. you of the fact that we are all in, in this together. We are all one oh, body. Yeah. I love crazy. that. That's, that's so crazy. And it's so what you're meant to be doing. And I am going to say that like that, why I love your chart with that that Capricorn energy is that there's something it's in your fifth house, moon, Mars, Neptune. And it's like being like, Hey, so everything Capricorn right now, anyone listening to this, if you have Capricorn, your chart starting in January, 2020 and every few months, Capricorn went through like a freaking wrecking ball energy of like, Nope, redo it, redo it as with everything, our whole society, Capricorn rules the foundation of our society. So anywhere where you have Capricorn in your chart now, is you get to decide, like, if I can opt into a higher vibrational, higher consciousness of Capricorn energy, which is essentially just asking us all to show up with radical responsibility and accountability for ourselves, and showing up to lead with integrity. Follow me in these little, like, footsteps up the mountain, the seagull, like, follow me one foot in front of the other. If you can do that with integrity and this, like, higher octave, 
like the world is yours because we need that refreshed Capricorn energy. The old Capricorn is like being shed out and it's just not, it's just not going to click anymore. So I'm like, again, someone who's going to like do some big things in your field, I'd be looking at you. I'd be like, okay, that Capricorn stellium is like in the fifth house of the musician, the artist, the stage, the performer. I'm like, big things happening there. But what I do want to make sure I talk about two things. So your Jupiter, you're also going through your Jupiter return. Mm. So we love her. We love her. And we <laughs> love a Jupiter return. It's your emerald year and you receive your most like expansion and blessings and your highest like perspective of your life, which you get every 12 years. It's like, oh, why am I here again? And you're having that right now. And it's through Pisces. So it's all about music and creation. Pisces and Leo are like, I would say the two of the most creative. They're the like, creators, the artists of the Zodiac. Leo creates to be seen and to be witnessed. So my heart can be witnessed on a stage. And so someone else can also be like, now I have permission to do that, to process and share my truth through art, whether that's through your jewelry, tattoos, hair, music, art, through whatever you want to do, your TikTok. Pisces is the creator who is literally channeling from a higher, like if the god, goddess, spirit could come down in human form, what would I tell the people of earth? What's the thing that we need to hear to unify us? Exactly what you said, to remind us that we're actually all going through this human experience and we're way more similar than we are different. And like, that's why like, Pisces is like poetry and certain music when you just like weep, you're like, I've never even had that experience. And I'm weeping for that person. And oh, or watching that documentary, oh, I never knew that's how those people live. And that was their experience. Like, oh my God. So you have both of these very strong in your chart. So you're kind of doing both. That's why I was like, where's your channeling coming from? And you get a lot of like, a lot of channeling from like the beginning of the year till now for the next like month you're in that. Then that goes on a little break. Then you go into Jupiter and Aries, which is like, go do something with that channeling. Like take it, tell the people, go like freaking to the highest mountain and just have fun with it. And then in October again, you'll probably revisit what you're working on now and maybe like tune into your, for your next mythical adventure. And that is your growth has to happen through miracles and magic. There's no linear path. Like if someone sat down with you, like, what's your five-year plan? You'd be like, I, I have to just tune up the universe and let the yeah. universe tell me. Because there's no, like, it's not A to B. It's like, and the things that happen are so unexpected. They're kind of like ace cards in the tarot. Like, I don't know, something like when I showed up in my highest self and I'm doing my things and meditating and journaling and working with crystals and showing up, things just happen. And like, I can't describe it and I can't plan for it or predict it. But it's just like, it's just flow. And you get your blessings from your partnerships. You get your mm. most growth and blessings from your marriage and your significant like one-on-one -on -one partnerships. And they teach you so much about your soul mission statement. And they teach you so much about your light and your journey. And so that's really, really beautiful, honestly, because of knowing that like you work with your husband, especially, but also other like significant one-on-one -on -one relationships. So any questions on that before I leave you on my last note, because I could go on about your chart forever because it's so it's so bang on literal for you. I love like, it. I love it. I love it. Any questions on that? Shoot. Any questions? 
No, I feel like you just clarified so much. Even after seeing Gaul, we went back to see Gaul after seven years, and he even was like, "Oh, that He's makes sense." Because every seven years, years seven, he, yeah. seven, I love it so. Literally, you're so living your astrology. It's hilarious. It's so funny. And, and this time, I was like, "Let me go with Nick, with my partner, and do a reading, like a couples reading, just to see what we're doing together." And it was just so impactful. So that was more focused on the two of us. So you clarifying my specific mission today has been so incredibly helpful. And I literally took like pages of notes. <laughs> oh my God. So love, funny. I love the, the earth sign culture of documenting everything. We everything, like yeah. ground it all down. So that's why I wanted to leave this astrology part of the reading and then we'll, we'll wrap up. But I did want to say that like, all that I said is so exciting, but really the big headline is you are going through another big transformation. You are here to, to definitely transform a lot, like go through many transformations in your lifetime, as you probably already know, like the shedding of the skin. Again, once the Leo rising, it's like something's not authentic to me. It's like, okay, time to go through the Phoenix moment again. Like what's the next version of me that wants to emerge? And like where you're recording this very close to your birthday. It's Taurus season. You have like Taurus on your midheaven line or your sun's on your midheaven line in Taurus. And your day, your birthday's happening like basically under the arc of this super powerful eclipse. So also as an astrologer, it's like, ooh, something's happening right now. Like in your karmic journey, we haven't had this eclipse since 2003, 2004. So you're going through a complete like uh, reimagining of how you show up in the world and your public image, how you share your light, your Taurus energy, how you share your art, your rule by Venus, how you share your values and also in your value that you know your worth. And again, teaching other people about their self-worth through your work and really like how you're seen publicly. And that's going to, something big is going to happen around April 30th. It's conjunct Uranus. It's the North node. Anything could happen. It's like, plot twist of all plot twist moments or just like lightning bolt energy and all i'm gonna say to you is just like buckle up and enjoy the ride you stay really clear on who you are and your values and your intentions and then just let like oh i wasn't expecting that that means it's right on right on time and then you're gonna just keep going through that in the fall again it's another big change in the fall so we got we should touch base then another like big rebirth around you and a lot of this has to do with also like bringing in good monies for you which we like and really again like establishing yourself as a different way as this bringer of like beauty and a sense of like reconnecting other people to their values too in a different way through this stay tuned for that you're gonna have to like text me or email me or dm me like in like 10 days and let me know what's going on <laughs> holy shit maddie that's holy shit. <laughs> but whatever it is you're ready Thank and like you. all the stuff that you have had to like the pep talks you have to give yourself in the past like those moments when because again to leave the comfort zone and go into the cosmic zone it takes a lot it does it takes a lot of courage but you have that in north known areas it takes the deep breathing and it takes like remembering like oh yeah i did this before and i can do it again i can like lean into this and i'm ready so I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see what happens. And like, you're already doing so many amazing things. And now you have this big, like cosmic boost from the universe. So we pretty incredible. I'm so lucky. We love that for you. Okay. So how would be honoring your time? We've already gone over. I could talk to you for hours. So Same. to wrap up two things, anything you want to share? I always ask guests, like, you know, I'm a Virgo. So I love the cosmic art acts. I love 
the digestible, like a takeaway. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you would love to share with the um, listeners, the baddies out there, like just a tool or tip or piece of advice, something that they can carry with them from this episode? Hmm. Something that we keep, I say we, because my partner and I are also, we're very tight knit on our spiritual journeys together. We're, we're doing a lot of the the growth and, and stuff together. So a book that has really helped us that we always recommend to people is a book called Letting Go by David Hawkins. Mm. It's basically a, it kind of helps anybody. So if your chart is very different than mine, which it probably is, and you're probably in a totally different point of your journey and mm-hmm. however many lifetimes you've had, like this book is good for everybody in every mm. step. And, and it really, the idea of letting go and surrender is so important in my music. Like even my song Sade in the nineties, it sounds like a little bop about Sade, who's an icon, but it's also a song about just letting go and surrendering to whatever the universe has in store for you this lifetime. So I love that book because it gives you kind of a process for letting all these traumas and things move through your body. And then also understanding where, when you interact with other people, like if they're in the vibration of apathy or grief or shame, you can kind Mm -hmm. of identify and and it makes it easier to move through your journey. So I love letting go has kind of changed the game for us. Oh, queen. Okay, honey, that's why I had to ask you because what we're going through this whole year is these really big eclipses of Taurus Scorpio. Scorpio is asking us to really like let something die Mm. and go so we can live in more alignment with our truth, our values, what we feel like we should be receiving from the universe, but there has to be like a letting go to make that happen. But Taurus also loves action, like loves the the map, like the, like I love, and that's what the earth signs, we love like, yeah, like break it down for me in a process. So I know, I'm, I'm like, be, how exactly do I let that like, go? You right, know? Like, that's, that's the thing, I'm like, I'll leave a spiritual reading, I'm like, great, but like, like what's, what's my action step? What's a list I can check back on when I get a little confused? So you heard it here first. I'm going to be, I'm going to read that book and definitely going to be like referencing it in the newsletter on the podcast. Cause I can already I tell it. that is the sacred text that I needed as a guide through this clips season we're going through. How do people find you? Like where yes. do you prefer people to go to stream things? I know you have a bunch of like fun merch and projects. Absolutely. Like- so it's just queen, Q-V-E-E-N. I'm like the only queen that spells it that way so far that I know of. So you can hit my website, queenherby.com, where I have like Mad Queen Mansion right now is to- in full display. It's like we have all these different rooms you can explore in the mansion. And so then on cool. socials is just Queen Herbie, you know, on all the platforms. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. This was like everything and everything I can imagine and more. Um, You're such a gift and you really are like such a good example of the healing artist archetype that I want everyone to like invite in in right now and let that expand within them. So thank you for sharing your story and your wisdom and your beauty. This is a treat beyond treats. And I'm such a big fan of you, Maddie. Thank you for what you do. You're like the only astrologer that makes me jealous. I'm like, I want to have that talent. Next time we're switching talents, okay? Next time we switch, I can't yes. wait. I cannot wait. I am so pumped for that lifetime. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. 
sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.